glad to be back. Glad to be back. Thank you guys for tuning in all over the world. I really appreciate you giving me your time right now. This is amazing. Happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers all over the world that are here and the ones that are also gone. Happy Mother's Day to all of you. And last but definitely not least, happy birthday to my grandmother on my maternal side of the family. She turned 96 years old and she's feeling wonderful and enjoying the time that she get to have with her family. And shout out to all of my family that helped to make that day so special for our grandmother, the matriarch of our family, while she's still here and she know how much she is loved. With that said, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, beautiful people of the world. I am your host, Respect, and welcome to Next Generations, the show that the purpose is to serve, help, and protect the next generations. So what are we really doing? What are we really doing today? Huh? Mothers, ladies, sons, daughters, what y'all got going on out there in the world for the countries that do celebrate this very interesting day? For sure, is one of the most interesting holidays as far as origins you know go for me you know because it has so much fact that you can know for sure pretty much how it all began and the different variables that made it to what it is now because mother's day in its totality now is a more modern version than what mother's day was before and before i dig into that for a little bit for all my new um, listeners, thank you for giving me a shot. You've been here for a little bit without switching over to something else. I really do appreciate it. And really quick, um, the show is honest, unscripted, unique, hopefully unique <laughs> as I can make it. Refreshing commentary for all ages to be informed and entertained about everything from anthropology to zebra cakes. I'm a person that I love to learn. I mentor and I lean on facts, logic, reasoning, accountability, and of course, respect for all. I believe the future is now. So I don't want all the people listening to just think about the next generations. We have to do more than just think about them. Okay. Whichever capacity way you could do, just do. It's about the children in the end, because they're the ones that become the adults that either make or break civilization after you're gone all right so let's go we're going to talk about ann jarvis ann jarvis was born september 30th 1832 Culpeper, virginia she passed away may 9th 1905 in philadelphia pennsylvania she was a social activist and organizer during and after the American Civil War. So you see this thing already getting in, you know, woman while I was involved in the Civil War and things when things was gangster back. It was so gangster back then. Jeez Louise. But anyway, <laughs> she was big into organizing women 
to take care of wounded soldiers on both sides, the Confederate and the Union. After the war, she became active in the promotion of a mother's work day that, unlike today's version of the holiday, especially emphasized the causes of pacifism and social activism. She organized meetings of the mothers of soldiers of both sides, even, you know, after the war and stuff was done. Now, let's go to pacifism. I'm not going to leave y'all hanging like that. That way we have to be clear on on the words that we do here and that we see, because that one word, if you don't know what it is, it's going to take away really from what her life story is that led over into also with Mother's Day, right? So let's get it. Pacifism. The belief that any violence, including war, is unjustifiable under any circumstances and that all disputes should be settled by peaceful means. Okay. And that is your basic definition of pacifism. And just to add another layer onto the pacifism, briefly, pacifism is opposition to war, militaryism, including conscription and mandatory military service or violence. It actually was coined by the French peace campaigner, Emile Arnaud, and it was also adopted by other peace activists at the 10th Universal Peace Congress in Glasgow in 1901. We'll get more into this too and how it has actually carried over and shaped the world in other movements that you are very familiar with. So back to Mrs. Anne. Mrs. Anne Marie Reeves Jarvis died in Philadelphia in 1905. In 1907, Jarvis's daughter, Anna Marie Jarvis passed out 500 white carnations at her mother's church, St. Andrew's Church in Grafton, West Virginia, one for each mother in the congregation. The following year, she held a memorial for her mother in Grafton, West Virginia on May 10th, 1908, and then embarked upon a campaign to make Mother's Day a recognized holiday, a goal which was achieved when President Woodrow Wilson declared it so in 1914. So the mother, a pretty interesting lady and seems to be a very free thinking lady and a woman of strength. And her daughter is the person that's more famously known for the actual holiday of Mother's Day. And the story ends up getting a lot more interesting to somewhat bizarre toward the end. Stay with me. Now, Mrs. Ann was the daughter of Josiah Washington Reeves and Nancy Kemper Reeves. Jarvis moved to Philippi, Barbara County, West Virginia, which at the time it was just west part of Virginia. And then it it got its own independence per se and became West Virginia as we know it today with her family when her father a Methodist minister 
was transferred to a church in that town. In 1850, she married Granville Jarvis, the son of a Baptist minister who became a successful merchant in nearby Taylor County. Two years later, in 1852, the couple moved to Webster, where Granville established a mercantile business. The Jarvis family, like many families during the mid-1800s, experienced frequent tragedy and loss. Jarvis bore between 11 and 13 children over the course of 17 years. Of these children, only four survived till adulthood. The others died of diseases such as measles, typhoid fever, and other epidemics of which were common in Appalachian communities. The losses inspired Jarvis to take action to help her community combat childhood diseases and unsanitary conditions. All right, not COVID. <laughs> Mrs. Jarvis was a dynamic woman who saw needs in her community and found ways to meet them. In 1858, while pregnant with her sixth child, Jarvis began Mother's Day work clubs in the towns of Grafton, Pruntytown, Philippi, Fetterman, and Webster to improve health and sanitary conditions. She and other area women joined a growing public health movement in the United States. Jarvis's club sought to provide assistance and education to families in order to reduce disease and infant mortality. These clubs raised money to buy medicine and to hire women to work in families where the mother suffered from tuberculosis or other health problems. They developed programs to inspect milk long before there were state requirements. Club members visited households to educate mothers and their families about improving sanitation and overall health. The clubs benefited from the advice of Jarvis's brother, James Reeves, a physician who was known for his work in the typhoid fever epidemics in Northwestern Virginia. And that's, I mean, there's a lot more information on the mother, Mrs. Jarvis, but for time purposes, I keep it there. Uh, sidebar, son that they referred to, that's the doctor. He's basically self-taught and he only did, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, two years of college and he ended up being a, a wonderful, uh, well-known physician. So some people, you know, could do that, <laughs> but, but most people can't stay in school. <laughs> now we're going to move on to the daughter which is the one that actually got the Mother's Day holiday to be what it is today and how she felt about it and everything and the things that she have done for the country and for people of the world we have Anna Jarvis excuse me Anna Marie Jarvis she was born May 1st, 1864. She passed away November 24th, 1948. Was the founder of Mother's Day in the United States. Her mother had frequently expressed a desire for the establishment of such a holiday. And after her mother's death, Jarvis led the movement for the commemoration. However, as the years passed, Jarvis grew disenchanted with the growing commercialization of the observation. She herself did not profit from the date itself you know from the whole concept or anything she didn't make any money off of mother's day holiday and she even attempted to have mother's day rescinded she wanted to get it up out of here be done with it 
okay that's interesting <laughs> that is something that it was her baby she worked her whole life for her mother champion for before she was able to do it and finally the pinnacle to pinnacle got done with it and she wanted it to exist no more wow that's that's powerful the kicker and why i said the bizarre thing was coming with all of this because it's a great mother-daughter story strength courage determination persistence right all these wonderful things hollywood dream of a movie and mrs anna jarvis the daughter died in a sanitarium and if y'all don't know what a sanitarium is mental hospital is what they would call it today you know mental ward is what they used to call them and it's a myriad other names but she was designated as insane and wasn't treated too kindly actually which is sad which we know a lot of our brothers and sisters and people of the world in those institutions you know get abused straight up just to be honest and I'm not hating on the industry itself and all the people that really care and do their best you know to do right by people and taking care of people loved ones at best of your abilities every day you walk in that door and that's how of course most people are so i commend the people that work in the field all the way from the janitor cleaning personnel all the doctors psychiatrists everybody else that's running it because we need people to help us take care of our people they are necessities but we do have to get better you know at the way they are treated when they are in the care of said medical facilities and it shouldn't matter which state that you know that is in and so on and so forth for the budgets and money and all this kind of stuff all right don't want to go on a tangent on that but i love people at one point she didn't even want mother's day to exist so let's let's go back to her childhood then and kind of like her her view and where she was moving back in her time anna marie jarvis was born to granville e and Anne Maria Jarvis on May 1st, 1864 in Webster, Taylor County, West Virginia, the ninth of 11 children. Seven of her siblings died in infancy or early childhood. Her birthplace today, known as the Anna Jarvis House, has been listed on the National Register of Historic Places since 1979. The family moved to Grafton, West Virginia, also in Taylor County, later in her childhood, Anna Reese Jarvis was a social activist and founder of Mother's Day Work Clubs. As a woman defined by her faith, she was very active within the Andrews Methodist Episcopal Church community. It was during one of her Sunday school lessons in 1876 that her daughter, Anna Jarvis, allegedly found her inspiration for Mother's Day as Anne closed her lesson with a prayer stating, I hope and pray that someone sometime will found a Memorial Mother's Day commemorating her for the matchless service she renders to humanity in every field of life. She is entitled to it. Anne Reeves Jarvis. At the encouragement of her mother, Anna Jarvis attended college and was awarded a diploma for the completion of two years of coursework at the Augusta Female Seminary in Staunton, Virginia, today known as Mary Baldwin University. 
Jarvis returned to Grafton to work in the public school system, additionally joining her mother as an active church member, maintaining a close link to her mother. After her uncle, Dr. James Edmund Rees, persuaded her to move to Chattanooga, Tennessee, Jarvis worked there as a bank teller for a year. The following year, Jarvis again moved, this time to live with her brother in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, in spite of her mother's urging to return to Grafton. And she think about this, this is a lady young and she's going different places. And by her moving around like this, you're meeting all kind of people and you're talking with people and you're bouncing ideas around and you're learning different things. You're having fabulous debates and conversations. It's very um, important in life. And actually, as we transition more with technology in life, we need to be more adept at doing just like those things that she was doing back then more importantly even now because you got to be able to keep up so it's very important the communication dialogue you know respecting each other's words <laughs> she bounced around and she ended up being in philly and she was successful in philadelphia taking a position at fidelity mutual life insurance company where she became the agency's first female literary and advertising editor another accomplishment was becoming a shareholder in the quaker city cab company and that was her brother's business even while she was away from grafton anna jarvis maintained close correspondence with her mother Anne reese jarvis was proud of her daughter's achievements and the letters themselves served to keep mother and daughter closely linked so they, they used to write a lot because there were no emails, you know what I mean? People writing letters. <laughs> After the death of Jarvis's father, Granville, in 1902, she urged her mother to move to Philadelphia to stay with her and her brother. Both brother and sister worried about their mother's health, and Anne Reese Jarvis ultimately agreed to move to Philadelphia in 1904 when her heart problems necessitated it. Jarvis spent the majority of her time taking care of her mother as Anne Reeves Jarvis's health declined. Her mother passed away on May 9th, 1905. Now, on May 10th, 1908, three years after her mother passed away, Jarvis held a memorial ceremony to honor her mother and all mothers at Andrews Methodist Episcopal Church. Today, the International Mother's Day in Grafton. Okay, so it's a national landmark and the place has been designated as a national landmark since October 5th, 1992. On May 10th, 1908, when they had the memorial service to honor her mother and all mothers, although Jarvis did not attend the service, she sent a telegram that described the significance of the day as well as 500 white carnations for all who attended the service. As she spoke in Philadelphia at the Wanamaker Star Auditorium, she moved her audience with the power of her speech. This is where things start taking a turn for Mother's Day. <laughs> the national, you know, embracement of Mother's Day holiday, the Mother's Day concept was huge. I mean, gigantic. So the public validation was crazy to make it what, so it could be what it is, what it is now, which is a multi-billion dollar business every year, hands down, 
without a doubt. She always believed herself to be the leader of the commemorative day. And therefore, she maintained her established belief in the sentimental significance of the day to honor all mothers and motherhood. She valued the symbolism of such tangible items as the white carnation emblem, which she describes as its whiteness is to symbolize the truth, purity, and broad charity of mother love, its fragrance, her memory, and her prayers. The carnation does not drop its petals, but hugs them to his heart as it dies. And so, too, mothers hug their children to their hearts. Their mother love never dying. When I selected this flower, I was remembering my mother's bed of white pinks. Jarvis frequently referred to her mother's memory during her efforts to maintain the sentimental heart of the day while also maintaining her own role as the founder of the holiday. In addition to her efforts to maintain her position and recognize as the holiday's founder, Jarvis struggled against forces of commercialization that overwhelmed her original message. Among some of these forces were the confection, floral, and green card industries. All the sweets, one of, you know, all the companies now that do the delivering of the flowers. All the stores. And then the greeting card industry. The symbols that she had value for the sentimental attributes, you know, such as the white carnation flower, easily became a commodified and commercialized product. By the 1920s, as the floral industry continued increasing prices of white carnations and then introduced red carnations to meet the demand for them not having enough white carnations that's how we got red carnations to be popular Anna Jarvis original symbols began to become more reappropriated such as the red carnation representing living mothers and the white carnation honoring deceased mothers let me run that back the demand for the white carnations that was the sole flower for the Mother's Day holiday end up transitioning to making people fall in love with a red flower because they didn't have enough white flowers to sell, to make money off of. So then they invented a whole nother concept <laughs> to the Mother's Day holiday that didn't even exist <laughs> to drive profits to their banks and to the pockets or however you want to put it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's keep it moving. So red carnations started representing living mothers and white carnations represented honoring deceased mothers. Mrs. Jarvis attempted to counter these commercial forces, creating a badge with a Mother's Day emblem as a less ephemeral alternative to the white carnation. Her negative opinion of these commercial forces was evident in her contemporary commentary. A printed card means nothing, she says. 
except that you are too lazy to write to the women who has done more for you than anyone in the world. And candy? You take a box to mother and then eat most of it yourself. A pretty sentiment. Mm. <laughs> I will have to probably concur with the majority of the experts that Mrs. Jarvis was very upset at this point. She was not happy with how Mother's Day holiday had turned out. Sounds very similar to a gentleman and how he felt about Black History Week, or as they called it, then Negro History Week, and then Negro History Month. <laughs> History repeats. However, her efforts to hold on to the original meaning of the day led to her own economic hardship. While others profited from the day, Jarvis did not. And she spent the later years of her life with her sister Lily. In 1943, she began organizing a petition to rescind Mother's Day. However, these efforts were halted. <laughs> Hold on. Let's hold up. Let's let that. Let me read that one more time. In 1943, she began organizing a petition to take back Mother's Day as a holiday. Wipe it off the books. Dunzo. GTFOH. Deuces. Get it out of here. Wow. That's heavy. That's heavy. When when the originator, inventor, mastermind, this revered brain of a person that has a heart for all of humanity says, I want to get rid of the holiday that for at least a generation has been around and changed the scope of the world for at least 40 countries, by the way. How's it for the same Mother's Day that we're celebrating in America? It's at least 40 other countries that celebrate this same particular style and concept and idea of Mother's Day. Because Mother's Day actually and the celebration of the mother or a mother goes back until the Greek Roman times. And prior to that, if I'm not mistaken, and definitely uh, it's in African history also. So the concept of celebrating the woman is not a modern concept. Just the way we're celebrating the woman now and Mother's Day now and things of that nature is totally different from the original concepts. You see, so there's always a lot to dig into and learn and layers to peel and so on and so forth with these things. Our society has advanced rapidly in a short period of time. Now, her efforts were halted of getting Mother's Day taken away when she was placed in the Marshall Square Sanitarium in Westchester, Pennsylvania. 
people in the know and connected with the floral and the greeting card industries paid the bills to keep Mrs. Jarvis in the sanitarium until her death. Mm. Run that back, selector. Okay, no problem. Peep game. The large companies and industries that grow and sell flowers and make greeting cards are the same companies that paid for the mother of the Mother Day holiday and celebration of women of the world bills to stay in the sanitarium until she died. So there's always a silver lining on the cloud because Mrs. Jarvis have people like me that will put out content to cover people that are almost erased from the annals of history. Because I'm quite sure most people that celebrate Mother's Day with the Americanized concept probably don't know most of the things that we covered in this today. And it's definitely worth knowing and passing along as things we learn from and we grow from and the beauty and the ups and downs of people's lives because everybody has these these things on different scales. Mrs. Jarvis died on November 24th, 1948 and was buried next to her mother, sister, and brother at West Laurel Hill Cemetery in Bala Sinwit, Pennsylvania. Although the Anna Marie Jarvis committee supported her and helped to continue her movement during her declining health, it ultimately disbanded with the assurance that the Jarvis family gravesite would remain under the care of her grandniece, who was the only heir to the estate. And that's her oldest brother's granddaughter. And even she herself never married or had any children. So all this name and legacy that people talk about, and then they don't raise their kids properly and and do all these things a certain way. Look at look at how it works, even with someone that was doing for the better good of the world. The whole family seemed to be a family that did their best to do for the greater good of the world and society during their times. And if we don't tell these stories, it, mean, it means nothing because they, they name with their legacy is already cut off, you know, because it's only one person that owns the estate and it is a lady which she gets married, changes the names around, you know, so on and so forth, things of that nature. But she didn't even get married, never. 
or have any children. You know, so that's why I do these kind of pieces and I'll be doing all kind of content. My YouTube channel is about to um, start opening up soon. I've been learning about all that stuff during this time that I haven't been posting any content to the podcast. I've just been teaching myself uh, a lot of different things, you know, and a lot and mentoring, you know, people in real life situations right now, you know, that I could help improve their lives at the moment right now. So please pardon me and forgive me for leaving all my listeners hanging so long, waiting for another episode. I've seen the comments. Thank y'all for hitting up the Instagram, which is the real respect. T-H-A-R-E-A-L-R-E-S-P-E-C-T. That is the Instagram handle. I'm still on all major platforms. As far as the podcast, please share it, like, subscribe, download on whichever platform you're listening to. Was the Apple, it's the Spotify, you listen to me on Audible through Amazon. I really appreciate all of it. iHeartRadio. I mean, so many. I'm on all of them. Stitcher. I appreciate all of the platforms for carrying, you know, the show and getting it out there. Till next time, world. I love you all. Happy Mother's Day to everyone. Shout out to all my family. Shout out to the fellas that I mentor. You know, y'all are doing a phenomenal job, guys. You know, and I go ahead and say their names. My guy, Devin. You know what I'm saying? And my other guy, Hovani, which he likes calling call himself Giovanni, you know, because that's that's what he do. But he's Puerto Rican. So I was like, oh, Hovani. He's like, nah, Giovanni. Oh, OK, true, true. Gotcha, gotcha. Man, and, and I'm tell you something funny real quick before I go. When I when I speak into my voice, uh, you know, the text join or whatever or to make a call. If I say Giovanni, it can't find it. It won't call him. But if I say call Hovani. It says, okay, calling Hovini. <laughs> Till next time, world. Each one teach one, man. The future is now. Next generation, baby. Peace. Love y'all. <laughs>